Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday, April 4. Today, million-dollar baby, seven-figure female cricketers are now a reality in the latest pay deal. Latrell Mitchell turns down an NRL request to personally educate a teenager who vilified him. And absolute peanuts, Australian Grand Prix officials searching for fans who jumped on the track before all the cars had crossed at Albert Park. But first... Descent. All clear, Flurry. All clear and descent. So it's going to be a Carlton free kick. Here, descent. So it's all clear, Brad. It's not what he yep. said. And then the descent. So, no, it wasn't you. Free Steve Nicolio. Yep. So there was a decision not paid. So the ball had gone through and then he's gone, how is that not a free kick? Exactly. Exactly. That's worth another dollar. So that's descent. That's worth another It's dollar. descent. The controversial moment of the weekend in the AFL arrived in Carlton's close win over GWS. Giants midfielder Stephen Canelio was penalised for throwing his arms up in protest of a non-call. The free kick paid against him at the top of the goal square put the Blues back in front late in the last quarter. Now, there was no swearing. Canelio wasn't up in the umpire's face. In fact, he was far enough away he may have been missed if the umpire, Craig Fleer, hadn't looked in his direction. That hurt my feelings. Hurt my feelings. Now, if this was the Magpies or Tigers, a big Victorian club, or if it was paid against the Blues, there would be hell to pay. The Giants requested a please explain. Predictably, AFL head of umpiring Dan Richardson backed the call. Make no mistake, if the umpire's decision wasn't challenged both verbally and through actions by the player concerned, then we wouldn't be having this debate. So, make no mistake... Players are well aware if they challenge the umpire's decision, they run the risk of a descent and a free kick or 50 metre penalty applying, and that was the case in this instance. Everyone was so confused about why the whistle was blown, even Blues veteran Sam Doherty had to ask for clarification. It might be easy to say from the winning side, but he reckons we need to cut the umpires some slack. I was relatively near, but I, I, I had no idea what was going on. I, I asked the umpire and he said that um, it was descent. Didn't really ask anything outside of that. I think as an overarching principle of why they brought in the descent rule is to protect the umpires. I think that that itself is what it should be. And um, it's the hard part with it. It's open to interpretation between umpires and um, some things will get paid, some won't. And that's a lot of our game at the moment. There's grey all over it, whether it's holding the ball, umpire descent, 50 metres. you just got to accept that that's part of AFL footy and it's an incredibly hard game to umpire and our umpires do a great job. Cricket Australia has sorted out its latest pay deal and the big winner is women's cricket. Yeah, girl. An extra $53 million will be poured into the women's game with the average pay for domestic cricketers rising to more than $150,000. grand. Show me the money. Now, you'd need to hold a state-based contract and play in the WBBL, but around 75% already do. Todd Greenberg, chief of the Players Association, says million-dollar female cricketers aren't far off. In the cycle of this deal, you'll see some of our best Australian female cricketers become million-dollar players. And there's no doubt that that is a huge step forward for female sport and cricket again leading the way. It's a smart move from CA to ensure the next generation choose cricket over other sports or at least see that they can make a decent full-time living without needing to stack shelves while trying to train and play like a pro. One of the biggest stars in the NRL, Latrell Mitchell, is in a reflective mood ahead of his 150th game in South Sydney's Good Friday clash with Canterbury. 
But one thing he's not keen to reflect on is the teenager who allegedly racially vilified him at the Panthers' home ground, Blue Bet Stadium, last month. His coach, Jason Dimitriou, called for a lifetime ban to be dished out to the spectator. But the NRL came up with a different idea, reportedly wanting Luttrell to personally meet with a teenager to educate him on the consequences of racism. That has understandably been shot down by the Rabbitohs, and Mitchell himself says he's got no interest. It's not my problem. It's um, you know, the people involved, and I guess uh, I just got to focus on myself and my role here and, um, and not focus my energy on that and put into the footy and what I love. On his action-packed career, though, Latrell is happy to be expansive. It feels like he's been around for a lot longer than seven years, first hitting the scene as a teenager from Taree on the mid-north coast of New South Wales, playing for a talent-laden Roosters side. I never thought I'd play one game, you know, kid from Taree, but to let alone... Play 150 was uh, it's definitely you know, very special to me, but my family also. Just learning from my experiences. I think uh, you know I've had to grow a lot in such a shorter period of time, and, and I thank you fellas for that, to be honest, so can't wait. The Australian Grand Prix was mad enough with red flags, restarts, and F1s acting like bumper cars. Amid the chaotic end to the race, several fans broke through security barriers to gain access to the track before all cars had crossed the line. Outgoing chief of the Aussie GP, Andrew Westacott, is trying to get to the bottom of how that actually happened. Well, we don't know what was lacking because there's many factors, whether it's infrastructure or personnel. And what we'll do before we jump to any conclusions at the corporation is is look at the dot plans, look at the um, infrastructure we had in place, talk to our area managers, but most importantly, look at the CCTV that comes from a number of sources. And Westacott has defended the actual race itself, despite all the stoppages, declaring it's the highlight of his long career. The uh, race director, Niels, made the right decisions in my mind, and if they believe they've got a red flag it, they've got a red flag it. Um, you know, what it did produce was an exciting sporting spectacle. <laughs> It'll be a case of the haves and the have millions more when the Masters tee off at Augusta National this week. Those who stuck by the PGA coming up against those who chose the riches of the Live Golf Series still allowed to compete at the majors. And the Live Breakaway stars are planning something special if one of them wins next Monday Australian time. Everyone, the other one, gather the round, gather round, everyone. According to the face of the Rebel Tour, Greg Norman, the golfers will celebrate as a group behind the 18th tee. Brooks Kepka says he's on board. If one of the guys does, I, I would be shocked if all of us aren't there. Definitely a huge statement for Liv. There's a fair chance of a Liv golfer winning too. The group includes 2020 champion Dustin Johnson and the Aussie who tied for second behind him that year, Cameron Smith. Now, if one of them is walking up to the final tee alongside Liv hater Rory McIlroy to claim the green jacket, as the Shark is predicting, ratings will be through the absolute roof. And that's your Fast Fun. Head of Sport for today, Liam Flanagan, is back on the scorecard tomorrow. Listener.